0: Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, TVTPFL. It's Thursday. It's August 20th. It's 2020. And we have eight baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. For the second day in a row, I'm joined by my dude, Chief Justice 06. Will, how are you doing, my friend?
1: Doing good, man. I, I talked about this yesterday, getting a double dip in baseball on the week. Uh, couldn't be more excited. Definitely ready to break this slate down. Uh, slightly less games on this one. Um, still have some good pitching options. So uh, I- I'm I'm definitely ready to-, to get rolling.
0: Listen, there's a clear-cut number one guy today, and it's not even close. Um, so, like, my pitchers are doing fine on Wednesday, but uh, my game stack of Washington and Atlanta is not doing so hot, Will. Um, it's actually probably hot, but it's not um, because of the baseball game. So – Uh, I was just telling you, like, I had my my parents came over for dinner, and my eight-year-old cooked dinner for everyone. Uh, She's, like, super into cooking right now, and, like, if you knew how picky my kid was, like, five months ago, like, this would be, like, a huge thing. So, like, I wasn't looking and paying attention to the weather, so um, for me... Uh, way more important, um, but it stinks. You know, I'm trying not to tilt. Uh, I'm I, in my head. I've already moved on to Thursday, and um, you know, I'm ready to break down this slate because, like you said, less games, but um, man, some some really interesting decisions we're gonna have to make on this slate.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, I I like short slates with good pitching options. I mean, because you know we've had some already this season where you know you open up the slate and you say. What is happening <laughs> with these pitchers? So th- this is exciting to me, man. I have a short, shorter slate. Excuse me with with, with these types of pitching options. I mean, I think I mean I feel like we've got five or six really good choices. So uh, you know, there's probably a seventh that people will like that's in a bad matchup. But I, I, I just I like it. I, I think this is a good slate to 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 really pick some pitchers.
0: Let's get into it, my friend. We got Cleveland and Pittsburgh, uh, Shane Bieber and Trevor Williams. Well, this is the clear-cut guy. Like, this is the guy – if you're playing cash games, you're building around Shane Bieber on this slate. Not only has he been fantastic, Pittsburgh is last in almost every offensive category against right-handed pitching. Like, this to me is a don't-overthink-it spot, play Shane Bieber.
1: For sure. And, I mean, if you see what – Mr. Savale did today, or Civale. Uh I mean, listen, you, you kind of nailed that one. I pulled up his stats right before we got on here. Definitely wanted you to uh, take your victory lap, non-victory lap. I know you don't really take those. Uh, he was through eight innings clean. Uh, not, not a no-no, but I think he was through eight, was at about 103 pitches in the ninth, and they let him run back out there. Uh, so I'm not sure if the game's over because I haven't checked that. But That's I know over. he had, I think, eight. I know he went through at least eight innings, and I think – six or seven strikeouts uh, just, I mean, great performance. And I, I, and listen, this guy is definitely not Shane Bieber. The thing I like about Shane is he basically came out of the gate smoking, started the first night against Kansas at six innings and hasn't really looked back. So, you know, I'm with you clear cut option. If you even want to hear the numbers, I mean, on the season, and this is just, this is outstanding. One point seven three x forty two point nine percent K rate on the season right now. Four point eight percent walk rate, fly ball rate at twenty seven point seven percent. Uh I mean, I, I clear cut man. I know we didn't have to give those, but he's definitely the number one option, hands down.
0: Yeah, forty three percent K rate. Like, like I don't need to say anything else. He, he's over forty percent to both sides. You look at like the twenty twenty numbers for Pittsburgh, and they're, they're, this this offense is bad. Um, Civilly, he threw a complete game. You know, gave up one run in that game. Um, I wasn't gonna take a victory lap. Will. I was just listen. I I stacked Atlanta, Washington. There's no victory laps coming from here. Um, you no, know, I have a, I have a, I have a, um, Oakland stack with Savili and Degrom. So we'll see. Um, but like that even has some Braves hitters in it too. So, um. It's just not one of those days for me. Like I said, not going to tilt it. Um, We do have Trevor Williams on the other side of this game. I don't think Trevor Williams is a bad option at 5,600. You know, this Cleveland offense, it's getting better. They're starting to hit the ball. Finally. Um, Finally. But like, they're still not like pounding pitchers. Like um, who was it today? Like um, brought through five innings against this team. Like, Steven brought through five innings and allowed zero runs on two hits only struck out a few, but like he pitched way better than we expected him to. We didn't even expect him to go that deep. Like he threw 80 pitches. So Trevor Williams, he struggles a lot more against righties this season than lefties. I, I think at 5,600, you could do way worse.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. You know, I'm not playing Trevor Williams, although it feels like we can, I'm going to try to side with the Cleveland offense once more. You know, we're thinking they're heating up. I, I tend to agree. I mean, look, on the season now, Cleveland's is 27th in the league in terms of runs per game scored at 3.87. So I'm not ready to anoint them back yet. But I do think they're turning somewhat of a corner. And, you know, I, I don't I don't want to play Trevor Williams against a team that I feel like, is is on their, on their way back. And, you know, you know, we can say hot, cold, whatever bottom line, they haven't hit the ball well this season, but you know, we know that this team can hit uh, once they turn the corner. So I, I'm going to be inclined to fade fade Trevor Williams, even though Cleveland is very inconsistent right now.
0: Yeah. You look at the options under seven K and like, that's the only reason he kind of stands out to me. Like there's really not a ton of options down here. Like Kikuchi's facing the Dodgers, um All right. facing Baltimore. Wojkowski, you know, the other side of that game, you know, facing Boston. So like, you know, just looking at like the other options here, it's just like one of those things where there's not a ton of options under 7K. So if I you mean, do want to venture under 7K, like he's in play. Not saying that, like, if you don't have him on teams, don't target Jose Ramirez, don't target Lindor, don't target Santana, don't target Reyes. Like, you're still targeting these guys, um, like, on teams that you don't have Trevor Williams. But, like, if you're playing 150 teams today, you're probably going to end up with some exposure to Trevor Williams. I don't play 150 teams. I make this very clear all the time. I'm a one-to-three lineup person in baseball, and – I'm even considering him in that type of build today, um, you know, because there are some stacks that I like that you're really going to have to pay up for, but there's also some stacks that are kind of cheaper on this slate too. So it all, it all depends on what these lineups look like. And, um, you know, depending on who's in the lineup on some of these teams.
1: Yeah, for sure. I'm with you a hundred percent.
0: Do you have any interest in the Pittsburgh bats? Negative. Yeah. It's kind of where I'm at too. I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on Pittsburgh here. Like I talk about hedge stacking every once in a while, but this is just this isn't the spot today. Uh, Dodgers and Mariners. Hey, Dodgers hit a couple home runs just a second ago. That's nice. Um, oh
1: my goodness! Stop. We're on a podcast. You're gonna have me checking my phone here.
0: Jock Peterson and Max oh, Muncy went yards. So there you go. Um, and guess
1: what? I had Jock in there. Of course, and I took it, <laughs> I took him out to play. Cody Bellinger because he I felt like maybe this is a spot he could get going and of course he did not. But I do have Max not going to complain. ah what what a night.
0: <laughs> I have a I have a I have a Lance Lynn paddock. That was my third team with a Dodger stack, but it it has some Braves in there too. So like I'm I'm losing today, will. I'm not winning today. <laughs> just not winning today it's the it's just not happening um but up next we got Clayton Kershaw Yusei Kikuchi um Kershaw here going up against Seattle we know like this offense is not anything that's like sincerely going to scare you uh what's your thoughts here when it comes to Clayton Kershaw
1: yeah I I don't hate Kershaw I mean you know you look at this season's numbers I mean and and the thing I always think about with Kershaw Stevie is we're not getting $14,000 Kershaw back, right? But what we do have now is a respectable pitcher against a team that's not as good. I mean, 28.1% K rate, 2.56 XFIP, 62% ground ball rate in the season, which is, I mean, really, really fantastic. Uh, You know, he's not the same guy in terms of the the actual K ability, but at 28%, I'm more than willing to accept that. I, I think the price is fair. You know, if if you want to kind of maybe double stack, try to get some, you'll need some really cheap bats, but I'm always kind of looking to do that and just kind of see what I have. Bottom line, I think Kershaw's in play on this slate for sure.
0: All right, my boy Bobby Fye, I know he listens to the podcast every once in a while. Um, He can tweet me today, but I think Kershaw might be back. Um, We'll see. And uh, I know he watches win more Dodgers games than I do, but um, listen, his mile, like his velocities back up two miles an hour. Um, this stuff looks fantastic right now. Like I watched some of that angels game and he pitched a really, really good game against the angels. And like, like you look at it, um, you know, 2.65 ERA, but will like 2.56 X Like he's not getting unlucky. He's pitching yeah. really, really well. Um, striking out both sides. Like this is what Clayton Kershaw was able to do before he got hurt. Uh, so, Hey, listen, facing Seattle, he's very much in play here for me. Um, my biggest concern is, are they ever going to let him go over hundred pitches? Probably not. So like ceiling wise Bieber, probably a higher ceiling, but like, it's definitely an option. Like, especially in tournaments, if you don't want to play hundred percent Bieber on the slate, Um, And then on the other side, you got Yusei Kikuchi. Um, Listen, the Dodgers are a team that disappears against left-handed pitching every once in a while. Like, you know, Betts and and Turner, you know, two big right-handed bats seem like they're way better against right-handed pitching. Um, Kikuchi's pitched well this season. I'm not saying he's the craziest tournament play either because like I was talking about with Trevor Williams, we don't have a lot of options under 7K And we have top end arms to pay up for on the slate.
1: Yeah. And that's kind of where I was, Stevie, when I was saying we had about maybe five to six good arms that I thought, you know, we'd be very interested in. Kikuchi is definitely that seventh guy for me um, in terms of, you know, kind of, you know, what I was talking about earlier. I mean, he's cheap enough. You look this season, 25.8% K rate, 3.08 XFIP. I, I, I'm with you, and that's why I wasn't as heavy on Trevor Williams. I'll be more than willing to roll out. Listen, if I can roll out uh, Zach Davies against the Dodgers, you know I don't have any problem rolling out Kikuchi. <laughs> uh, so I I think in terms of the cheap pitcher, he's my guy today if, if I need the savings.
0: Yeah, like I don't love bats in this game. I love the Dodgers most days, but, you know, you look at – you know, some of these numbers for against left-handed pitching, like, you know, Pollock is always in play against lefties. If Kiki draws a decent lineup spot, like maybe they give Justin Turner or one of these guys a day off. I highly doubt it. Like this is, this is prime Cody Bellinger day off spot in my opinion. Um, But like these numbers against lefties this year, worry me big time um, for the Dodgers. But like, if we look back to the start of last year, like we know Turner, we know Pollock, we know these guys can hit left-handed pitching.
1: Yeah, and I, I think for me, if I was going to maybe play one guy, it might be Mookie. I know the numbers don't look great, uh, but Kikuchi's kind of hitting guys with this cutter. I And ironically, I mean, Mookie's mashing this pitch, by the way. Like, I mean, the whiff rate's up to almost 20%, 19.05, but the ground ball rate is at 14.2. Like, Mookie might be my dawn call of the day in the expensive range. Uh, looks looks to be really good against against Kakuchi here. So, uh we'll see how it goes.
0: That's all we can do. It's all we can do. We move on. Oh, do you have any interest in the Mariners bats? Negative. Um Yeah, I don't really have any interest in the Mariners bats either. Austin Nola's 3200 as a catcher. I don't hate that. Um but Austin Barnes is 2600 on the other side. Give me him instead. Um I like playing Nola. I just don't know if I want to play him against Kershaw. Brewers and Twins, uh, Brandon Woodruff against Jose Barrios. Uh, Any interest here in Woodruff?
1: You know, on most days, I really like Brandon Woodruff. And I I actually think we might be able to get away with playing him today. Numbers look really good on the season. I just think he's going to be right outside of that elite tier for me, you know, especially with the price. I, I like him, don't love him. Not a bad pitcher at all. I just don't think I'm going to get there when I've got Kershaw, and I've got uh, Bieber, you know. Uh, we've got another guy that I like more than him on the other side. So I just – I don't think I'm going to get there today. But I, I think he's fine. It is going to probably steer me away from some of the Minnesota bats.
0: Can we all agree now that, like, Brendan Woodruff is a good pitcher? Like, can we just agree, like, he's not this average guy. Like, he is transformed into a starter that actually is going to be good. Like, let's just say that. Like, um, his walks are still, you know, something that concerned me. But, like, even his walk rate is at 6.8% on the season. So, he's a good pitcher. I don't like playing pitchers against the Twins. If you want to do it in tournaments, I'm not going to talk you off of it. But just know that I'm probably not going to stack the Twins today, and I think that says a lot. Um, Jose Barrios, on the other side, he's 9K. He has been very, very hit or miss, and he's had some good spots to start the season. Um, Listen, Milwaukee, I keep saying it, Will. This offense is three guys. Um, You beat those three guys – And you win the matchup. Um, What are we doing here with Jose Barrios?
1: Yeah, Barrios is kind of – he's my tournament flyer, right? And When you look at these 2020 numbers, his K rate – excuse me – isn't up uh, completely to where where I want it to be. It's pretty neutral on both sides. So, uh, I'm not thrilled about that. But, man, these K numbers on the season for Milwaukee, Stevie, to me in in terms of the K department, this is almost worse than Pittsburgh – Pittsburgh just doesn't have the power. But, I mean, Avasil Garcia, Galich, this whole team, 27%, 30%, 35 42 for Smoke, 26 for Braun, 28 for Navarez, 44 for Ben Gamble. Then you got, you know, Urias and Sogar, if they play uh, the bottom of this order that doesn't strike out hardly ever. I think Berrios is an elite tournament play today. Uh, not sure where his ownership is going to end up, but for 9K – I'm willing to roll the dice on a guy that I know has upside. And if this team just happens to be as bad as these K numbers look, he could be a tournament winner for you. So that for that reason alone, I have interest in Jose Barrios.
0: Well, I'd take myself against the Brewers at this point. So um, I definitely have some interest in Barrios. Like you just, you look at the lineup and if you just look at 2020 numbers, I know it's a small sample size, but like even even our boy Christian Yelich is striking out at such a high clip right now. So the upside, the the, the ceiling is there. You're paying for it. Like he's nine K. You're you're definitely paying for it on this slate. Um, and, and like there's a bunch of good options on this slate. So like if you want to go like two top end guys, we're gonna talk about Denelson Lamette in a little while. So like if you want to build like a a Berrios Lamette team or a Sunny Gray Berrios team and get off of Bieber and Kershaw instead of like going Woodruff Bieber. Like it's, it's definitely in play on this slate for sure. Um, I have zero interest in the bats in this game and, and I, I there's nothing like, you know, uh, Milwaukee, maybe Yelich is a one off, Hera is a one off, um, Milwaukee or Minnesota is always a team that I like to stack, but I I trust that, like, Brandon Woodruff's not going to get rocked here. Like, and this bullpen's really good. Like, this is a stay-away hitter spot for me.
1: Yeah, I'm with you, man. Uh, You know, I'm all over the Twins today because I had to kind of get off my Braves-Washington stack, and they're not hitting today, and that was against Brett Anderson. So, you know, they're probably going to come out and destroy Brandon Woodruff tomorrow. However, (laughs) the numbers suggest – that Woodruff is still going to have a pretty marginal, pretty good game, not going to get touched up, definitely going to get some strikeouts. So I, I'm with you. No bats from this game on either side. Love both of these pitchers, actually.
0: All right, well, we can talk about some bats in this next game. We got the Boston Red Sox and the Baltimore Orioles, Nathan Eovaldi against Asher Wojkowski. Um, man, oh, man, this is a game we want bats. Uh, do you have any interest in Eovaldi?
1: So, first of all, I never thought I'd say this against the Baltimore Orioles, even though I knew they would get better at some point. There's no way I'm playing Eovaldi against the red-hot Baltimore Orioles. Never thought I'd say that ever on this podcast, but Baltimore's hitting well right now, uh, and I don't trust Eovaldi usually against anyone. So, just going to be a no, not playing Nathan Eovaldi here.
0: I think Baltimore is the most underpriced team on the slate. And we'll talk about that here in a second. Um, But they're one of my favorite. They're a top three stack for me on the slate. So, Evaldi has looked a lot better this season. Like, if you look at, like, his 2020 numbers and you compare it to his 2019 numbers, the walk rate, the command is way better. Um, So, obviously, that's a little concerning. But he's still a guy that gives up a lot of hard contact um, to both sides of the plate and a ton of fly balls to lefties, and they're going to throw a lot of lefties at him here. So strikeout rate is better against lefties, um, mostly because he uses like a cutter-splitter mix and doesn't throw as much fastballs. But, you know, overall, I'm not going to play Evaldi here. Again, I like the Baltimore Bats. Wochkowski on the other side. This could be a lineup minus J.D. Martinez. We know Ben Attendee is on the I.L. already. So, like, this could potentially be a watered-down Red Sox lineup. Um, You know, J.D. Martinez left the game with uh, dehydration on Wednesday. They might just give him another day here. I still don't think I trust Wojkowski enough um, to play him in this spot.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I will say this. I do think, in terms of trajectory, I actually do feel like Wojkowski is on the tr- he's going to trend up. I, 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 I really, I really genuinely feel that way. I, I think he's got enough to stay in the big leagues. I, I really do. The problem is he's not there yet. Um, I and I mean in terms of price, I don't mind the price, but I. I still don't think I can trust him enough. And and that, that's kind of where I'm at. I mean, some of these guys came right on the season. They're up there. Like he, if he went out and threw a gym, Stevie, I don't think I'd be completely shocked. That's kind of where I am. I just don't want to play him in the spot because I think the offenses are going to do out, outperform the pitchers.
0: Yeah. Like we talked about like Trevor Williams, that game sitting at like a seven and a half total Um pitchers ballpark. We talked about, you say Kikuchi in this price range. That game sitting at eight and a half and a in a hit in a pitcher's ballpark too. Like the ball has been jumping in Baltimore. Um yeah. I, I just I, I can't. Even if JD's out, um, I don't think I can pull the trigger on uh Wochkowski here. I like the bats. I like the bats all around here. Um let's start with Boston. Will what's standing out to you for the Red Sox?
1: Well, um, you know, Verdugo is I think he's playing pretty well. I mean, I like what I'm seeing from him. Low walk rate. Listen, he's a ground ball guy. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong. But, uh, you know, I always think about one of the first articles or one of the many articles that I've read of, of of Dave Potts. Hitting is good, too. And he talked about Kurt Suzuki in that article, which is why I've always had such an affinity for Kurt Suzuki. And Verdugo is going to hit the ball. He's going to have it in play. Not going to hit a whole bunch of home runs. But, listen, we need guys that are going to get on base. I actually think he's probably going to be my favorite uh, bat from this from this side of the plate. Outside of uh, Mitch Morland. if he creep, if Mitch creeps in the lineup, then obviously I'll I'll, I'll play some Mitch. But uh, I, I I like Verdugo. He, he's my favorite bat from the Boston side. I, I like him a lot. I think this is a really good spot for him.
0: Yeah, I like that call. You know, anytime you're looking at a guy with an eighty-five percent contact rate and a forty-five percent hard hit rate, like you know he, he does, he's not striking out and he's hitting the ball hard um he does hit a lot of ground balls but that's okay wachkowski a fly ball pitcher so like this is a great spot um to target verdugo um there was somebody the price else is
1: good too the price oh, the is other ridiculous.
0: guy yeah the price is good the other guy that i wanted to mention who's kind of like a ground ball hitter is jackie bradley jr um he he's oh, yeah. back um he would be someone that really stands out to me and that could potentially move up in the lineup if uh, J.D.'s out. So you, you, wanna, you definitely want to pay attention to that. Um, him and Verdugo are fantastic options on the slate. There's a lot of great plays on the slate, um, and a lot of them from this game. Let's, let's talk Baltimore, um, you know, one of the hottest hitters in baseball. One of the best hitters in baseball to start of the season has been Santander, um, 4,300. Another guy that's like, uh, there's so many guys on Baltimore that's underpriced today, and he's one of them.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, and then you look at the numbers, too. You know, you get guys with, you know, that, that are hitting the ball well, not striking out. He's not walking as much because he's putting the ball in place so much. I mean, the guy's got a 450 woe, 430 ISO against right handed pitching on the season so far. Just fantastic. So, uh, you know, I think he's probably going to be a fan favorite on this slate. I don't think it's a secret anymore that the uh Red Sox bullpen will just hand the game to the other team. Uh, all so you've got to do is weather the storm through the through the starter, and you have pretty much can pick up a win on the, on the back end of it. So I I like Santander. Um, you know, and Renato Nunez has been hitting pretty well. He, he's been striking out. His strikeout rate is obviously a lot higher but he's actually been hitting pretty well on the season. So I don't mind him as well. Uh, I, I'm, I'm just with you, man. I think this is a good spot to attack, even if not for Eovaldi, just for the four innings they may get from the bullpen. I don't see Eovaldi going past five. Uh, so I, 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 I like the Baltimore Orioles quite a bit.
0: Yeah. The other guy that I want to mention, you know, Eovaldi is more of a fly ball guy to lefties too, um, has been since the start of last season, a lot too. Uh, Dwight Smith Jr. is a guy that hits the ball on the ground a lot. He should benefit from a fly ball pitcher. So um and I like Rio Ruiz. He profiles well in this spot and he's a guy that, you know, typically will hit the ball pretty hard in spots. So um he's someone that I, I think is really interesting here. Um but yeah, the bullpen. Like if you get Evaldi out by the fifth and you get the Red Sox bullpen, like seven years, runs. You're just uh, you're so excited when that happens. So I think a lot of these guys are in play. Um, you know, obviously, you know, you can you can stack them. They're like I said, one of my favorite stacks on the slate. And um yeah, like I hope Cisco starts. Um they've been hitting him at the top of the order and he's a catcher that you can get towards the top of the order. I know his numbers aren't fantastic on the year, but Will give me a catcher hitting up towards the top of the order at thirty seven hundred. I'm I'm excited about that for sure. So um, moving on, we got the Rangers and the Padres. Kyle Gibson, the Nelson Lamets. Um Let's talk Kyle Gibson first. Any interest in him? No. I think I'm going to pass on him in this spot, too. Um, like, I will play pitchers against the Padres. Um, I have no issues with that. Like, I played Lance Lynn on um, a team or two between FanDuel and DraftKings on um, Wednesday. But, like... This is just not a spot that like I get excited about playing some guys. I'm not excited about playing Kyle Gibson in this spot. Um he's been better and like maybe I should respect it more but like I just I don't like the spot for him.
1: Yeah and man look I, I I was all about some Lance Lynn today and I and you know the Padres ha- aren't really touching him up. They've got two runs, you know, through 5 innings to uh, teach junior strikes again, in case anyone's wondering, yes, he has sent another one over the wall, but generally speaking, I was all about Lance Lynn. Cause I liked his, his pedigree here. I, I don't trust Kyle Gibson in this spot. I just, I just don't, I think, you know, the, the Padres, this offense has upside. They've got professional hitters up and down. Yeah. They've got, got a few, you know, guys that may be in and out of the lineup, but overall, man, top of this order, I I don't think it's going to be worth it to play Kyle Gibson today, and that's just kind of where I'm at.
0: I like the Nelson Lamette a lot more on the other side of this game. Um, oh, I've talked <laughs> about like, I've talked about like the Texas struggles. I feel like a ton, um, over the last you know couple weeks here, but like it's a real thing. Like I don't want to dra- like um, jinx Chris Paddock, but he's cruising against them um on Wednesday, and like there's been so many guys that have pitched well against him. And like, this guy's a guy that can go out and strike out both sides of the plate, um, does give up a lot of fly balls and a lot of hard contact, but he, he's a guy that throws gas. Like he he's a guy that sits in that like 96 to 98 range and he throws gas. And, you know, I was looking just to try to get like an idea of like how this team does against like hard throwing guys. And Oh, buddy. Um, Lamette could crush in this spot. And he should. Like, he should crush in this spot.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, you already talked about it. You look at the numbers. Nobody, I mean, outside of Isaiah Kenneth Lefa, nobody has contact. And, and Willie Calhoun. But nobody really has the contact numbers. The whiff rates are pretty much up on everybody outside of Willie Calhoun and Isaiah Kenneth Lefa. But But I'm not. Afraid, I'm not going to be afraid of two bats in this lineup. Uh, this team is striking out. Or, or most guys in this team are striking out at a pretty high clip. You know, Lamette's numbers on the season, um, 32.1% K rate. Does have a 4.07 XFIP. However, he's going to negate that with this 32.1% K rate against the Texas bats. I'm with you. I, I like Lamette here. I, I think he's going to be a fine play on this slate
0: yeah um (laughs) i hope it works out um so this is one of those spots like this is a classic stevie hedge stack like i could see like if you're playing a bunch of lamette stacking texas against him but overall like i like lamette way more than i like texas here
1: yeah absolutely
0: um any interest in the padres bats like we have to have interest in tatis right like this guy is the hottest hitter on the planet.
1: Yeah, I I do actually have some interest, Stevie, in 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 these bats, and it's mainly because there are a few guys that look really good. I I feel like against Cal Gibson, um, you know, and I I just I I think the numbers will be there. Yeah, he's going to throw the sinker to righties about fifty percent of the time, Um, and they do have really high ground ball numbers, but. I don't, I, I don't mind the ground ball numbers when the guys have the contact numbers. And so Trent Grisham right now, ninety-six point five five percent contact, eighty percent contact with Tatis. And look, a lot of balls will be on the ground. Okay, I, I'm not saying that, but if we're putting the ball in play, if they're, they're going to single and double Gibson to death, they'll get him out of there quickly. We'll get a little bit of Texas bullpen, uh, and and then maybe they can rattle off some singles and doubles to drive some runs in. This is still a high upside team. I I like them a lot, man. I think, I think this is a good spot for them. Contact numbers are there.
0: Like everyone's going to have the same stacks today. Like everyone's going to play Red Sox Orioles. Like that's not a secret. People are going to take shots on the Dodgers. People are going to shake shots on Cleveland. You know, we haven't talked about Oakland yet against Alex young or, you know, the angels and the giants game, but like, there's only a few spots to be different. And I feel like, Why not be different with a Padres team that has shown some upside? And, like, Jake Cronenworth, like, even him, like, Willie's 2,500 again. Like, this is a guy that's hitting over 300 on the season. He has a 375 ISO on the season, and he's 2,500. Like, he hasn't stopped hitting. Like, he had a couple games in there against the Dodgers where he didn't hit well, but, like, he has just been a producing machine.
1: And, by the way, that was two games. Because the first two games, he definitely hit. I, I'm with you, man. Um, I, I'm not sure what we're doing here, uh, DraftKings. And and now that we're saying that, maybe they listen. Maybe he'll get priced up. But I'm with you, man. 2,600 for a guy is going to be, you know, behind some guys that should be on base. I mean, he's got Myers, Hosmer, Machado, Tatis in front of him. Grisham leading off if, if they decide to run it that way. I'm with you, man. 11.1% K rate. Even more excited. Uh, Too too cheap for this slate. Too cheap. I mean, we might as well go ahead and plug him in right now. Like just too cheap.
0: Yeah. I think a lot of people are going to talk about him today. He's just too cheap. I'm with you on that one. And your boy Bellinger just hit a home run too, just so you know. Oh, Um, I do have him. Thank
1: you. Thank you, Mr. (laughs)
0: Bellinger. Reds and Cardinals, Sonny Gray, Adam Wainwright, um... Hey, listen, like, this is another spot that we have some pitchers, like Sonny Gray. Uh, as a guy that's never really loved Sonny Gray's, like, just whole overall approach. Man, Take him guy, out of that
1: Oakland uniform, man.
0: Oh, man, that guy, he, like, Oakley this Sonny year. Oakland was terrible. I feel like this is one of the first slates that we've had Sonny Gray on that he hasn't had, like, one of those weird start times. We can actually play Gray. I think Sonny Gray is a thousand dollars too cheap on DraftKings today um, at ninety five hundred.
1: Correct, and, and Stevie, I mean, man, that's what I was talking about when I'm like, man, we've got so many guys for the price. Here, hear, hear me out. For the price right now, Sonny Gray is my favorite pitcher. For the price, you know, I talked about uh, Barrios; he's nine k. Obviously, I'm going to just pay ninety five hundred more and play, and play Sonny Gray. I mean, that that's a no brainer to me. So, uh, I'm, I'm with you, man. 37.2% K rate, 2.37 extra on the season. Ground ball rate is where it should be. Does have a little bit of heart contact, uh, but to righties, to righties, 46.2% K rate. He will get, you know, some lefties and switch hitters in this, in his lineup. Not really worried. 30% K rate, uh, to lefties. If you know, we take 30% all day long. So I, I, I like Sonny gray here. 9,500. I mean, what for the price? I feel like he's the best player on the slate.
0: Yeah, like realistically, I don't think it's going to be hard to fit Bieber and Gray into a cash lineup. So, like, you plug in Jake Cronenworth and Austin Barnes, and you're off to the races. So, um, like, you know, you guys are welcome, but, um, yeah. I think it's going to be kind of popular, but, like, it's hard not to like it. You know, we haven't man. seen a lot from the Cardinals yet this season. They haven't played a lot. They've been on weird slates, um, like doubleheaders a bunch. So, what we've seen – And they had seen... thing,
1: too, that held them back. Corona helped yeah. him, held them back for a whole series. So, you know
0: – It's hard not to like Sonny Gray here. Adam Wainwright on the other side. Adam Wainwright is nothing like he used to be. Um, there's so – oh, man, there's so much – Regression coming with Adam Wainwright's numbers this season. Um, listen, he's a guy, he has a 1.64, um, ERA after two starts. His ex-fip is three points higher than that. Um, like there is so much regression coming with Adam Wainwright. Do not pay 8,300 for Adam Wainwright today. Like, could he go out and do it again? Sure. But like the regression is going to hit eventually.
1: Yeah, man, I'm with you a hundred percent. Uh, I did want to talk about and this is going to, I'm I'm going to I'm going to go to FanDuel on this one. If you're interested in the Cincinnati uh Reds, and they're not crazy expensive on DK either but especially on FanDuel man. We are going to get Jesse Winker at 2700, you know, Akiyama at 2500. Uh it's just these these guys are just too cheap. Mike Mustakas is 3k, Vado's 3k. Uh, Eugenio Suarez is 2700. I, Stevie, these prices are atrocious to be facing, uh, Wainwright. I just, I, I think this is a misprice, uh, and, uh on FanDuel specifically. I want to point that out. The Reds are too cheap on FanDuel. They may get the ownership. If not, I will be stacking the Reds on FanDuel tomorrow. Incredibly too cheap.
0: Yeah. Um, Verdugo and some of those Boston guys and Baltimore guys are severely underpriced on FanDuel too, so, um... Yeah, like I don't like Wayne right here. Like I think the Cincinnati stack is very much in play. Like I said, there's not a lot of ways to be different on this slate. Um, and like this is obviously a way. And you got my boy Mustakas back. You know, he's a guy that just mashes baseballs. So I don't like Wayne right here at all. Like I'm off of him. Um, I, I like potentially stacking again. Like, this dude's giving up 50% hard contact. It's, Will, it's not going to last. Like, this is not going to last. He's going to get mashed, and I hope it's the Reds today because I'm with you. I think they're a really interesting stack. Just don't play Joey Votto. <laughs> well, Listen, that's a, that's a public service announcement that I am going to say every time. Uh, don't play Joey Votto. Like, do yourself a favor. Save your money. Don't play Joey Votto.
1: I got you, man. You know I don't ever mind playing Joey uh Listen, I, I'm, you take I'm all your six points with
0: two walks and <laughs> a single but if, and.
1: If he, listen, but here's the thing, though. If he gets walked twice and they bring him in twice and then maybe they bat around. once. So here's the thing. If Trevor Barnhart is at the bottom of this order, Trevor Barnhart is like really, I, I think he'll put the ball in play enough. Votto could single and double this team to death. And end up with twenty fantasy points just by getting on base. I, I, I like this fight, Stevie. You're getting me excited about some Cincinnati Reds today. I this this may be the team of the day for me.
0: Listen, you get excited, just don't play Joey Votto. Like <laughs> I warned you, you're gonna you're gonna text me tomorrow and you're like, dude, my red stack did so good, and Joey Votto got me six points, and I didn't win. So, um, I I don't really have any interest in the Cardinals here. Um at all. Like I just, I'm not going to pick on Sonny gray. He's been too good. And um, yeah. like, I'm going to pass, like he gets blown up every once in a while, but not, not going to, not going to take shots on it today. Um, diamondbacks athletics, Alex young, Sean Manaya. Um, let's talk Alex young first. You know, we, we've seen a little bit of him now, you know, a little bit last year, a little bit this year. He's he has like, his numbers are super impressive this season. Um, you know, when we're looking at like overall numbers, his his numbers are super impressive. But here's the thing a lot of that was out of the bullpen, throwing one or two innings, um, you know, not really like getting like full work. He doesn't throw hard. You have to throw hard to beat Oakland. Shout out to my boy Kirk Dees. I'm going to say it every day. Like, he's the one to put me on this. Like, as we're recording right now, like, Kana just hit another like he just hit a home run like you got to throw hard to beat Oakland and like he doesn't throw hard enough to beat Oakland they're they're another team that I'm really really liking on this slate so I'm gonna pass on Young
1: yeah I get it man I mean I I don't don't think he's necessary um I don't I don't mind him but he's not necessary on this slate you know we've got a really good handful of guys to where we don't have to be chasing Young here. So I, I'm with you. He's going to be a pass for me.
0: Um, Let's talk the other side here. Sean Minaya, Um, no clue what to do with this guy. Like, I love the matchup. Uh, I think Arizona stinks. Um, I think they, they can do a lot better than they're doing. I don't want to say they stink. They could do a lot better than they're doing. They're not doing well. Um, You know, I've highlighted multiple times that, they're just not a team – like, they're not hitting home runs. They have three home runs against left-handed pitching this season Um, and 155 at-bats. That's just not the ratio that you want to win a tournament.
1: Yeah, I I don't think I'm going to be playing any Manaya. You know, not really pitching deep enough for me. Um, he's definitely going to give up some hits and walks. He's pretty much done it every game. I don't see the outing changing too much. I mean, you look at – Uh, what's happening here, you know, five hits in four innings, six hits in four innings, or excuse me, let me be more specific. Five hits in four and two thirds, six hits in four and a third, uh, six hits in three and a third, one walk, seven hits in two and two thirds, three walks, three hits, one walk and five. Like guys are making contact. I feel like it's only a matter of time before he really, really gets crushed. Uh, I you know, the more I think about it, I think Arizona may be sneaky on this slate and I don't, I mean, it's just, it's just, when you start giving up that many hits, Stevie, eventually runs have to come in. I, and I'd love to see what is left on base percentages right now. I don't have that in front of me, but uh, I, I can't play Mania.
0: Yeah. I, there's too many guys that I like more on this slate. Um, I, I don't know if I necessarily would like talk you off of him. Um, His left-on-base percentage is actually not as high as you think it is. It's like 43.2%, which is not high. Oh, yeah, that's
1: way low than what I thought. I thought it would have been in maybe the 70s, 80s. But, well, I guess the guys are getting the hits. They're getting on base.
0: And, like, he has a 381 BABIP. So, like, he's even on the high side of BABIP. So, um, the numbers don't look bad. You know, obviously, the ERA is really, really high. The XFIP is way, way better. Um, It's just – there's so many guys that I like on this slate more than him. I yeah. the talent is always I feel like the talent's always been there with Sean Maniah. The walks are way down too, but just giving up way too much. Um you know what I really like? I really like Nick Ahmed because he's super cheap. He kind of fits some builds. And he's always been someone that I really like against left-handed pitching that, like, gives up a lot of fly balls. And Sean Mania gives up a lot of fly balls to righties.
1: Yeah, and and Nick Ahmed's been hitting this year. I mean, seriously, like, I mean, almost every game. I mean, the, the, the fantasy statistics are there. The regular statistics are there. I mean, I'm looking at maybe his past 10, 11 games. He's only had maybe two games where he just did nothing. But outside of that, I mean, he, they're getting good production out of Nick Ahmed, and they're pretty much keeping him buried in the order, which is why his price doesn't go up. So I'm with you, man. Nick 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 Ahmed may be sneaky here. We get some cheap catcher, uh, cheap shortstop action, and, and I I can just uh, I can feel the Beaver Sunny Gray combo coming into fruition right now.
0: Listen, I think it's way easier to build than it should be. <laughs> um... Everybody knows I talk about it all the time. I build a lineup as we go, and, um, like, it's built. Like, it's – there's $300 left over, Will. Like, it's built, buddy. Like, um, on the Oakland side, like, I think they're a stack that could be a game changer today. Uh, They're a team with a ton of power. They have, you know, eight guys with ISOs over 200 against left-handed pitching since the start of last season. Alex Young has pitched well. I don't want to discount that. I do want to continue to say this guy gets zero soft contact. And when you're not striking people out and you face a team that has, what, six guys with hard contact rates over 40%, like it's really hard not to have a ton of interest in an in Oakland stack here.
1: Yeah, no, I get it, man. I, um, Like I said, I'm, I'm not playing young. He's not going to go deep enough anyway. So, I mean, I think you may be onto something here when this, with, with this Oakland stack. I didn't start up the day thinking that I would kind of be on an Oakland stack. And I still may not end up there. But in this spot, they probably get, I would say, four innings, four to five innings of young. Um, and if they mash them early, maybe they get three. So, I, I think I'm with you here, Stevie. I, I, I like that call. This could be a stack of the day for sure. I like
0: it. I just got my Wilmer Flores, so oh, man, I'm so uh, man, I'm tilting so hard now that I have Braves in my my Oakland stack had two Braves and a one-off of 2% owned Wilmer Flores and he just hit a three-run homer. So, all right, still not going to tilt like the Oakland Athletics here. Moving on, Angels Giants, uh Matt Andresi against Kevin Gausman. Any interest here in Andresi?
1: Nah, don't don't think I'm going to do it. I don't I don't think I need Andresi on this slate, as we've talked about, giving up a lot of hard contact to lefties. I, I can't do it.
0: Yeah, like he is going to, like, open here. I don't know who he's necessarily going to open for. Um, like, he's coming for Julio Teran after tehran has got beat up a little bit, but he's actually supposed to open this game. So I don't know who's going to – it could be, like, a legit bullpen game here for the Angels. Andresi's likely not going to throw over 50 pitches. Um, Kevin Gaussman on the other side, you know, we started to talk about him yesterday, realized it was going to be Quato. Um, Do you have any interest here in Gaussman?
1: If you just purely look at the numbers, and we told you that Gaussman had a 31.8% K rate and a 3.26 x Fib, I think we'd be pretty interested. My concern is that this isn't – the same old Los Angeles angels. You add Rendon there. Uh, I think it really does a lot for this lineup. La hitting great. Uh, Fletcher's hitting great. I-, I think this team has got enough run protection now to where I don't think I want to play uh, Kevin Gausman. but I just, I think it's the wrong spot. Obviously he's not crazy expensive, but I, I think it's the wrong spot. I I, I think I'm going to fade him here
0: man um this is a tough one he yeah like my only issue here is there's only like two or three guys in this lineup on a daily basis that strike out at a high clip so i know trout as like he's striking out a little bit more this season and like uh, you know i kind of want to respect that but Like the only thing that is somewhat interesting here on Kevin Gaussman for large field tournaments is the numbers that the angels have against splitters. They do not hit splitters. Well, It is a very small sample size. That is the only thing that stands out to me on Gaussman. He's 6,500. He's so cheap. Like, I, I've already said like I was able I was able to build a Beaver Gray stack or, or team that I like already. Like I'm gonna, there's a good chance that if everybody's in this lineup, I'm not gonna change it, and it'll be one of my three teams over on DraftKings. But I still have two other teams, and like there are some higher like. You know, you look at – you look at, like, stacking – like, even if you look at, like, stacking Oakland. You know, we just got to talking about Oakland. Like, they have a lot of guys in the upper fours that I like. You know, Chapman, I'm not stacking them without Olsen. Laureano's 4,500. So, like, three of my Oakland bats right off the bat are over 4,500. And, like, if I'm still trying to get up to, like, Bieber or somebody, like, I'm still going to need some value. Um, I don't know, man. I I think Gaussman is worth a look – I might like Gaussman more than I like Kikuchi and Williams, but it's like those three guys are a coin flip. It's, it's like a legit coin flip for all those guys. I wasn't – well, I wasn't really liking Gaussman, and then I looked at like the splitter numbers, and like he throws it so much. I don't know.
1: I know, man. I, and that's They're going to mash that's... his
0: fastball. <laughs> that's
1: <what he> <laughs> of course. <It's> just, <sighs> uh, I, I'm with you. I, I don't think I can play him. Like, like you said, man. When you got Gray at ninety five, you can just plug in him and Beaver and just kind of run away with it. That's that's probably the right approach for this slate.
0: Oh man, well, like this is just one of those one of those slates that it's so interesting. Um, like, because Gausman in the past, like Gausman in the past, like we're stacking the Angels here. Like, if you don't believe in what Gausman's doing this year and like how well he's pitching and stuff. Then stack the Angels. By all means, stack the Angels. Like there's a handful. Like it's not a 10-game slate where there's you know eight teams to stack. Like there's a handful of teams to stack today. Like the Angels stack is not out of play here.
1: Yeah, I know. And that's what I'm saying. Like I I think you said it best already. I'm gonna repeat it and then I'll leave it alone. If you don't believe in Gaussman, you need to stack some angels today. Because listen, it's going to be the late night hammer. I, I think I think we'll get the angels at all players under ten percent ownership. I, even Mike Trout. I don't think Mike Trout goes over ten percent today. Th- this could be a GPP winning stack if they get the Galsman early. So I, I like, and it's at, at in San Francisco. People don't like to play bats in San Francisco anyway. I I like I like this spot for the angels. I, I think it could be good. A GPP spot, might I add, not just to play him, but
0: GPP. No, yeah, I, I think that, like, even even looking at, like, the Giants, like, knowing how bad um, the Angels' bullpen is, like, eh, man, this bullpen's bad. You look at, like, the 20 twenty twenty numbers for the Angels' bullpen, and, oh, it, it's not pretty. Like, my only issue is, like, Yaz is 5,300. He's the guy to play. Um Brandon Belt's 3,300. I think Brandon Belt, like, if you're building a stack and you have, like, a first base spot open, like, he's worth looking at as a one-off here, too.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I don't hate that call at all. Like, you know, we, we might be talking about him a little bit later in a few minutes. <laughs>
0: All right, uh, let's play the let's play the good old fashioned um, morning grind game. Uh, before we do that, though, we got to tell you about DraftKings. Sure, the regular season is fun and all, but only one thing can compare to the excitement of the playoffs, and that is DraftKings, the leader in one day fantasy sports. Both basketball and hockey have entered their respective playoffs, and P- DraftKings is putting you in the center of the action. With millions in prizes throughout the week, there is no better place to make it rain. Start playing for free with your first deposit today. If you haven't tried it yet, daily fantasy sports are easy to play. Just draft your players, stay under the salary cap and pile up points based on your players' performance. There's no better way to put your sports knowledge to the test than to compete for millions of dollars in prizes throughout the week. But if DraftKings isn't for you, DraftKings just launched Best Ball. If DraftKings isn't for you, if daily fantasy isn't for you, check out Best Ball contest for football season and if you aren't familiar with base, best ball, simply head to the app now and check it out. Download the DraftKings app and use promo code grind to play fantasy free for your with your first deposit. Compete for millions of dollars in total prizes up for grabs this week. That's promo code grind to get a shot at millions of dollars in prizes all week long only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See draftkings.com for details. Man, I messed that one up a bunch today. Uh, Anyway, check out DraftKings. Like, you know, we we just got done breaking down this whole slate looking at DraftKings. We're about to play the morning grind game looking at DraftKings. So, Will, give me a guy under 8K that you think can get six or more strikeouts on DraftKings.com.
1: Well, I think I'm going to go with my guy. You know, I've talked about him earlier. He's a guy that I feel okay about. Man, I'm going down this road again, man. Give me Kikuchi. I'm I'm going to try to take him take take someone against the Dodgers, yet again, and hope it doesn't burn me.
0: I don't think it's the craziest play. Um, I'm going to go Gaussman. The more, I, I like man, it. I like it. The more like awesome. the more I look at it, the more man it stands out. Um, uh, give me a guy over 8K to score under 15. Ooh. Tough. I know. It, today, it's tougher than usual.
1: Yeah. Um...
0: Man, Jake Cronenworth, dude. This guy is just – he is such a beast. Gets on base, steals second base. Like, ah. Oh. Anyway, sorry.
1: I don't I don't really – I think the only guy that I possibly could take is a guy I don't want to take. I'm going to go Brandon Woodruff just because, but I – I don't like it.
0: Listen, it's Wainwright, Will. Adam Wainwright is not going over 15 today. He's regressing. No, no. We're, Listen, we're getting, That was too easy. I didn't want to go. Come on. I'm Steve going now. there. Listen. <laughs> no, I'm going a there. Layup.
1: <laughs> you already Listen, know I'm stacking the reds.
0: <laughs> that's right. I, I just laid it up off the backboard and dunked it um all over Wainwright's face. Um the- I can't dunk anymore though. I listen in high school I could dunk. I can't dunk anymore. I'm I'm fat and old. Um over 4k to hit a home run. Not we don't even have course, so don't have to worry about that. Give me a guy that's going to hit a home run. Don't take my guy. You're going to no. take my guy. It's going to make me mad.
1: No, I I don't think so, man. I I don't think so. I I think I'm going to just stay in Cleveland, man. Give me Jose Ramirez at 5300. I think this is a good spot for Jose. Give me. All Jose right, you're going
0: to gonna take, take my guy. I, I I was like, man, he's going to take my guy. My guy is Santander, the easiest play on the slate today. Like, if you're playing cash games and you don't have Santander, you're going to lose today. Um
1: <laughs> Craig mark
0: Dan Bach, uh, copyright pending. Um, just joking. <laughs>
1: hey listen people may not even remember that from from it's been uh, a long time oh my if you're not playing you're just going to lose
0: oh oh man that's shout shout out to our good buddy dan bog man um under 4k to get two hits today who do you got
1: Man, you already know where I'm going, man. Uh, Verdugo. I mean, he stood out to me earlier on. He's
0: 4,400. He's not under 4K. You know how to like he's cheap on Fanduel. We're playing on oh, yeah, DraftKings.com. Yeah, 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 yeah. Will.
1: My bad. I, I was thinking about the. <laughs> I, I was thinking about the Fanduel pricing. Please forgive me. He's
0: 2,700 on Fanduel. Like <laughs> my, he's. My bad. My bad. Already clicked in there, buddy. He's already in the lineup. <laughs>
1: Well, I'm I'm not gonna take your guy. Let's go. Uh, uh.
0: You can take whoever you want. I have like four guys today that I think are very possible to do this. So you take whoever you please.
1: Matt, I think we're probably gonna have to go with that guy. We've talked about him enough on on the pod today, and I know he's in there. But come on, you know you know it's Cronenworth. Too easy. That's probably the layup of this slate.
0: Way too cheap. I, I be think 2, I know where you're going
1: next. I think I know where you're going next. I got. Who, who do you think
0: I'm going to take?
1: I think you're taking Ahmed, but I'm not I sure. I did. I
0: already had him written down. I, I didn't even – like, it's written down. Um, Already written down. Like, it was done. Like, I, I had written him down earlier. Um, So – Give me a stack, will six or more runs to, to get a stack today. Who do we got? Like, it, it, like, let's let's make this game fun. Let's not take Baltimore or Boston. They're both scoring six.
1: You already know where I'm going. I mean, Cincinnati. I've already I've already boosted these guys up. I'm taking the Reds. I really, I mean, it's probably my my top tournament stack on the day for sure.
0: All right, for the second straight day, I'm going to go with Oakland. Um, really like the spot for them. I think the Giants are the vomit sneaky stack again. I said this yesterday. Um, they're not really like paying off yet. Like Flores had a three-run homer, but um, man, the Angels bullpen's bad. We're going to get a bullpen game or we're potentially going to get like Julia Tehran long relief, like uh, I, I, the Giants stinky stack, um, stinky as well. <laughs> Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here?
1: Nah, man, I am good. Such a pleasure, my brother. I will, I guess, see you again next week.
0: Yes, sir. We'll see you on Wednesday like we usually do. um, If you're listening to the basketball podcast, you'll see Will on Friday. He's been busy this week, two basketball podcasts before this, and then the two baseball, and then finishes off with basketball. We'll be back tomorrow talking some more good old-fashioned baseball. And I'll see you guys on Grinders Live later today um, talking about how much um, I love – Kevin Gaussman, or something crazy. There'll be something crazy, so make sure you tune in. That's going to wrap it up here for Wednesday or for Thursday. Man, this is twice, two days in a row. I'm used to working with Will on Wednesdays, so I messed up again. But that's going to wrap it up here for Thursday. I hope everyone has an awesome day. Good luck in your contest, and we'll see you again tomorrow.